This, yeah. this is the Rich Eisen Show. Rich Eisen. Oh, that's Susie Eisen Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> With guest host Susie Schuster. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. How much better do you think this team can get on offense, Jalen Hurts? The Rich Eisen Show. Hurts dives, and he's in for the touchdown. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Bill's wide receiver, Stefan Diggs, plus actor Ed O'Neill. And now, it's Susie Schuster. Well, hello, everybody. Back in the saddle, Susie Schuster in for Rich Eisen. And by the way, it should say guest host Marshall Falk, because let me just explain how things roll in my house. Rich Eisen is my husband. (laughs) Marshall Falk's kind of my other husband. This is my work (laughs) husband, Marshall Falk, because the minute I heard I'm coming on, to sit in the chair for Rich after a Monday night doubleheader. Hey, 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 Marshall. Hey, can you can you come sit next to me? Hi, Marshall. Hi, Suze. This is listen. It's appropriate. This is called a sidecar. <laughs> you know, like you get the you get the you get the 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 motorcycle, and I, I just want to be in your sidecar. I'm, I'm I got you. I know we're good you do. Today. I know good you're going to hold my hand we're across the aisle. We're going to do this. We're going right. to represent we for this. Rich. We yeah. got this here on the Roku channel. On. My first time in the seat with the Roku channel, so I want to say hi to everybody there. Chris Brockman, good morning. Up, How are Suze? you? Good to see you. 28. What's up, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How it's are great you? To see, you. it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love working with you. Yeah, you're the best. You're you're fine. I like working with you. Love I do. I, I, I love it. I love working with him. It's it's always fun. It, it's we, our, we have it's we have good England history. We have, yeah. we have really good history. You Go back do. a long time. Yeah. Mike Del Tufo, my Susan, friend of a long how time. How are you? How you doing? Good. I'm great. And TJ Jefferson. I should say good morning to your mom. Yeah. Because she's out there watching. Definitely. Good morning, Mrs. TJ Jefferson, mom. And I want to say hi to you. But great to see you as well. Well, you know. Susie's in the house. That means mimosas. So we got the OJ. We got the champagne. Turn it up a little bit today. Nice. I kind of think. Nice. I kind of think that's what this calls for. It's I, a celebration. I came correct. Celebration. I brought two bottles because last time we went through one really fast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Eight four four two zero four. Rich, uh, I'd like you to call in. Let's start talking about stuff. Let's talk about those two games last night. But two zero four. Rich. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Rich Eisen Show. As you all know, I don't have a Twitter handle because I don't have the personality for it, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't that's actually I, not true. I don't have... Maybe I have the personality for it. You've always had the personality for Twitter. Could you imagine, TJ, you say you like to clap back. Can you imagine the... Oh, the viciousness. backing that would go on oh, right now? It would be, she would shut if it we down. we had but, at Susie Schuster. But Susie, much like you, I no longer have a Twitter account either. So Is it, that right? It, it's cool. Yeah, I got, I got suspended. My man got suspended. What? Did you really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I missed this. Wow. When did this happen? We didn't even what talk did about it yesterday. What did you do to get suspended, TJ? Hey, 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 forget about the doubleheader. What did you do to get suspended? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But you know what? I don't really care either. It's like I saw it and it was almost like a burden, it was like relief came over me. It's like, now I don't got to go to this site and check and read this garbage every day. So you know what? I'm cool with it. And my life has been better. I got to be honest with you. It has been better without So Twitter. nothing happened? Well, I don't know, Marshall. Something went down. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it's all the provocative stuff that I tweet and all the inappropriate yeah. pictures and all the yeah. stuff. Yeah. The stuff that people get away with putting on Twitter, which I'm not trying to snitch on, is amazing. I think I, I posted a screenshot. Here's what happened. The zone had a fight this weekend. Canelo versus Triple G. My boy Gabe Rosado was on the undercard of the main event. He had a fight. I reposted a video of his introduction. Not the fight, not the decision. Just from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Ken Gabe Rosado. I put that on there. 
the zone had it removed, and then the next thing I know, my whole... <laughs> that's all that you did? That is all. I looked. That's the only thing. The zone got me. And they I was paying you. 100 bucks a month for the zone service, which, by the way, that's cut off now. Uh, yeah, so I don't have a Twitter, but I they feel used good him. about it. They used him. Yeah, they used him. Yeah, any, any publicity, if they can cut somebody off for putting any of their material anywhere, they need viewers. The minute he talked about boxing viewers. or fighting, I they zoned viewers, out. Yeah. So I just came back in. Hey, what, what'd you say? Yeah. Hey, TJ. Wait, wait, I was what was this? Hey, there's the pop. Let me fix the signs here. Hold on a second. Pop bottles. Let's go. Listen, that's one of two. I'm just saying. And I brought you fresh squeezed orange juice last time. Yeah, you you got craps. You know, I only like pulp, but I'll drink it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, we have good guests today, Marshall. Because that's how I roll. You know, I thought, you know, we'd bring somebody hot in. Actually, I take no credit for it. I think it was like a redo. Stefan Diggs was supposed to be on last Perfect weekend. Perfect redo. I'm not Perfect. sure if you know about this, but he, he kind of had a party <laughs> last <laughs> night. Him showed up. Him showed up. So Can I we like ask it. him about oh, the him? I, I can't wait. <laughs> so good. I can't wait. Oh, man. I so, love the kid, too, man. I, I, I just love the intensity that he plays with. He plays with purpose. Like, he, you understand when he's on the field what he's on the field for. Yeah, a career high. Um, what was that? Three touchdowns, Monday Night Football. He and Jerry Rice, the only two guys to have three career touchdowns on Monday Night Football. And uh, he's a beast. You know who else is a beast? Josh Allen. Oh. I mean, they are, they are who we thought they were, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. It's exactly um, why everybody was picking them um, to be in the Super Bowl. And, and, and I'm going to say this. Um, they didn't just go up against two slouch defenses. <laughs> like, they went up against two of the best of last year, two playoff caliber teams. And uh, I, I'm just impressed at what, I've, what I'm seeing from, from Buffalo. Sean McDermott has this team ready to play. And, and let's, let's uh, I'm a Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey and what he's doing with this offense, the answers that they have for stuff that teams are doing, it is, man. Once he plays the teams in division twice, I want to see his adjustments. But so far, the things that he did against the Rams, they were like specific plays for certain situations. Guys were running wide open. And again, last night, they had it again. He's do, he's done a great job at introducing himself as offensive coordinator in the NFL. Yeah, the, uh, the Bills beat the Super Bowl champions in last year's number one seed in the AFC. Combined score 72 to 17. That's not a fluke, Marshall. No. Uh-uh. Like, listen, they're going to beat up on some people. In division, what, what, next week, who do, who do they have? Buffalo? At, I mean, my, uh, at Miami. Miami. Like, that's, that's going to be a tough game. At Miami, but what about Miami? What about Tua? What I, about I, everyone on the field? That was I just, incredible. Let's go I back just love the resolve. You know, it was like, you know, week one, okay, Miami was good. Week two, you're down to Baltimore, and you come back in that game. I just, um, they are, uh, listen, Tariq Hill puts out a lot of stuff. And he was telling <laughs> us about Tua's arm and how good they can be. The second half of that game, I was like, maybe Tyreek Hill. No, this is, maybe, maybe he's right. And 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 when I when I'm starting to look at that I that I never really paid attention to in Miami for good was the offensive line is actually protecting the quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The kid was back there with time to throw the football, and he looked he looked like he did when he came into the Alabama Georgia game and saved that game for them. That's what he looked like. He looked like a savior for the Dolphins. That line looks good. Arizona's line looks good. 
I had to go to Kyler Murray really quick because I wanted your reaction on that kid is a yo-yo. That kid is a video game. What are you thinking when you're watching him? And I'm sorry to go over to Arizona. I want to talk no, 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 about that, that's fine. the Eagles. That's and I fine. want to talk about the Bills. But you said the O-line, and I thought Arizona. Yeah, I, and I, I like what their offensive line is doing. And, and here, here's what I'm going to do. Um, and the Cardinals, they're going to they call me maybe a homer or the Rams. or I'm probably piss off their fans. But they are a first quarter of the season team. I mean, they could they they can easily go four and zero. They could possibly get to six and one. I just want to see them in the second half. <laughs> That's all I want to see because they are a Jekyll and Hyde team, and and I I, I know we're not talking about it, um, but I I just can't get over the fact that they had to put a clause in this contract for him to study. That I I can't I can't get over that. That that one I'm I'm serious. I I, I have not gotten over that. We have the same clause for like, Xander. I would not have now. signed same that contract clause. because yeah. of that damn right? clause. Yeah, that's Our 14 year old has a clause. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. I, I get 200 and something million, but I'd have been like, I don't know about this damn clause, man. Because that's going to stick That's gonna stick with him the rest of his career. Yeah. I'd be so embarrassed if I'm the quarterback that has that clause. I would be humiliated. But, but here's the problem, all right? A couple of other people got extensions that they didn't put. I didn't hear about their clauses. The GM got an extension. I didn't hear about his clause. The head coach got an extension. I didn't hear about his clause. So why'd they hear about his clause? Exactly. That's the point, isn't it? Yep. We see who the scapegoat is going to be if this thing don't go well. <laughs> but boy, did it they, go well. They this threw week. it out there. Yep, they did. All right, let's let's flip back though before we go on. Josh Allen. Love I mean, him. he is a machine. He's a beast. He's scary. I mean, someone was referring to him as the Terminator. I mean, he's got that baby face. It's hard to call him the Terminator. But what a big body and watch out from play action. I I, I think, um, you know, when, when we start to think about quarterbacks and they have to have a certain look, you know, you, you start to think about where they go to school and where they play and where you got to draft them from and the type of competition that they play with. It's It's almost as if Buffalo was like, Actually, we need a guy from Wyoming to come here and win. <laughs> if you're going to play in Buffalo in the wind and the elements, and well, you, you you actually need to be a cowboy and, and and come ride some buffaloes and show us how to win. Nobody's really talking about the kid's DNA, his pedigree, and what he brought to the table. And how many questions was asked of whether this guy was the guy? And now everybody's looking for a guy like this. Everybody's looking for a guy like this. And he seems like the quintessential Genuine. Buffalo guy. I oh, mean, yeah. Like, just nothing fancy, it's like, no it's like, frills. It's like you birthed, you birthed Jim Kelly and then him. I mean, it's just that those two guys embody what playing quarterback for the Buffalo Bills is all about. Like that whole blue-collar team, workman mentality, how they go about it. It's 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 awesome. And Marshall, I, too, I just it, love what it, I see. It's year to year development, right? Because Allen comes in and he's terrible, and people think, "Man, that was a reach pick." And then he makes this huge leap in week two, and then suddenly week three, he's borderline MVP. And now year four, it's he's the best player in football. Yeah, and it, it, it's consistency, you know, at, at the coaching position, which you which you allow your head coach to come in and do, and that's that's what teams aren't doing. Um, when 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 you look at some of these young quarterbacks. Um, let's say um, Justin Fields. It's like, hey, can this kid be good? Let's see how many head coaches he go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you can't. And I, and I keep telling people this. The hardest thing to do is to teach a quarterback a new offense. 
If, if you want to see a quarterback struggle, look at Russell Wilson in Denver. Think about when Peyton Manning went to Denver before he had to run his offense. Think about when Tom Brady went to Tampa and they were running a different offense and Tom was like, that's the end of that. He had to tell the head coach that he needed to run his plays. I remember Favre trying to learn a new offense. It looked awful. You cannot put guys in systems that they're not familiar with. It just it just does not work. Matt Ryan looks lost. Mm-hmm. They're just they're, they're, they're so comfortable with, with what they know. It's a really good thing we have a three-hour show because there's so much to unpack oh right God. there. Oh in my a God. nutshell, this season is so young. Oh. It could go so many ways. Well, that's why I go a little insane when everyone's like, well, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Like, you guys are constantly talking to each other about who's going to win the Super Bowl. And I think you are an injury away from something happening. Look what happened in San Francisco. I mean, now we've got Jimmy G back in the seat. It's time to rodeo, Jimmy. I mean, we've got him ready to go. Man, this, you can't this. say who's going to be the Super Bowl champion no. when we're in week two, three. Come I know, but on. it's so fun yeah. to just like overreact and speculate. It's the ultimate week to week. You guys love week. to overreact. Yeah, yes. some ultimate, ultimate, ultimate week to week sport where everything can change, like you just said. I mean, there's, the there's, the there's some excitement and, and some just some. some well, some teams you like know Jimmy their G, season It's is like over, a Friends but. episode. You know how it's going to end. But you never watched a Friends episode. I just thought it was for you. Like, I, I, I picked right up my one about Ross and Rachel. He's never seen Friends. That's why 49 people's out there. He's never seen a Friends you episode. Marshall, have you seen and Martin? I couldn't believe it. Oh, come on now. Okay, well then that, we, that's what we watch. We were right. watching Friends back right. then. I know. We were we, watching Martin. Martin, yeah. We were I watching know. Martin, we were watching Living Single, and then we were watching New York Undercover. That's how our Thursdays were. There you go. For some of us, I'm just saying. No, I, I get it. We, yeah. we, we've already we've already hit the Little Mermaid this morning, TJ. Believe me, we're we're going deep on a sports television show. Like we were, we are so in it to win it. Um, hey, hey, but before you before you go, think think about this, guys. If you're John Lynch, are you rooting for Jimmy to win the Super Bowl <laughs> or not? Like. What are you rooting for? I mean, you got to root for the win, obviously. No, right? absolutely not. You cannot. Not. Absolutely if you, not. If Jimmy Garoppolo 10, wins the Super Bowl, then you were totally your wrong. Your general manager's position in what you did right. is totally in question. Yep. So Granted. now the guy who you should have got rid of, that's now playing for you, who just won a game for you, if he takes you <laughs> to the Super Bowl and right. win, oh my God. <laughs> I am all in on Jimmy G, and it's not just because he is gorgeous. It is because, is it because he's in the subway commercials. I I, uh, I don't know, and <laughs> I I don't think I I don't think I've ever had a subway sandwich before. That's what? not any breaking news here. I don't. That think. is breaking news. You think so? Well, I didn't know, so therefore you broke news. Yeah, I, you never. Marshall, had I said yesterday, no, and this called me, me crazy. <laughs> I said that Jimmy G should go into John Lynch's office. And say, hey, you know the $18 million that yeah. I gave up to come back here? I want it now. I want to get or paid. Or I'm not stepping on the field again. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I think the best thing that he could do is win as many games. He, he, he has to win the Super Bowl. Because he's taken, basically they changed quarterbacks because he, he couldn't, couldn't win. He couldn't he, make one He couldn't throw. win the Super Bowl. Right. And, and then he couldn't win the NFC Championship. It's like, that, that's, that's what, it, now... If he does that, John Lynch, and I, I love John, but you could not be put in a worse position as a general manager. Like, there's not a worse position to be put in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you decide, if he wins and you decide, huh, 
I'm going to move Trey Lance now. Who's going to take him? Right. You, you, you cannot. It's just like it's, it's such a bad position. But isn't this kind of like where we were a couple years ago in Philadelphia with all the question marks about who's your quarterback and who who's going to. When they post Super Bowl, they had all these issues about who's going to be the starter. Yeah, but, who's going to go we, from there? But 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 we knew. See see, Philadelphia had already declared that it was Carson Wentz's team, and that Nick Foles just came in for relief. Right. And as soon as Carson was healthy, it was Carson's job. And and Wentz had fourteen weeks where he was basically the MVP of the league. We we still haven't seen Wentz play. He's only played a handful of games. Yeah, that, it, Philly was a little different now. Where the situation was pretty similar was actually in San Francisco mm-hmm. <laughs> when they had Colin Kaepernick yeah. and Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. Yeah. It's crazy that they had the exact same situation. Well, then going back, they had Montana and Young too. Mm-hmm. So they they had a, a a pocket passer and an athletic quarterback. They've had this. They've had this conundrum three times in their organization, so where wild. some organizations have had it zero. But Marshall, don't you feel like that's a better situation to be in? Because with the backup quarterback spot being so, you know, important, uh, you'd listen, rather man, have that guy than, than uh, not have I'm, that guy? CJ, I'll tell you right now, the more games Cooper Rush wins, the worse off the Cowboys are for Dak. It's just like, it's you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Okay, It is not a position for competition. Those guys, they need to be coddled. They need to know that they're your number one. Yeah. Do you know what I love about doing this show? <laughs> the A block is nothing how I thought it was going to go. <laughs> I came in with an idea. I'm like, we're going to start talking Eagles. We're going to talk about Slay because all you know, Slay is a great name for a cornerback. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Bills. We're going to just be relaxed and easygoing. And nothing happened the way I thought it was as scripted. So just saying, it's a, it's a Tuesday. All right, we'll talk about the Eagles. Next is it block. a Tuesday? We'll I don't back. even know. Yeah. Uh, all I know is Jimmy G. It is time to rodeo. That's all I have to say. That's my little Yellowstone nod right there. It's time to rodeo, Jimmy. We got a lot more Rich Eisen show when we come back. Susie Schuster, Marshall Falcon, Mercedes Library. Let me talk to you about when you open up a Mercedes Sprinter van, by the way. I need one of these in my... I saw a Mercedes Sprinter van van at the beach the other day. Somebody has converted a Sprinter van into a home. I'm not joking. It was sweet. You're not just needing this van. You need this in your life because you're a sprinter van kind of guy, especially now with your Achilles. We got to set up a whole living room in the back. <laughs> you are unlocking. So, you guys, he just had surgery on his Achilles. I'm going to have to give him a piggyback out the door here. When you get a sprinter van, you're opening up more than doors. You're unlocking potential, the potential to do your own thing. And let's face it, I don't beat to a drum, right? <laughs> Be your own boss, steer your own success, blaze your own trail. Each and every sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set. To help you follow your passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure, and check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Marshall, what's your number one bucket list thing? I don't really have one. That's a shocker. Yeah, because you really live don't your have life. One. I, I, <laughs> He's done I, everything. I have it all. <laughs> when a Super Bowl, check. You do. Hall yeah. of Fame, check. That's true. Yeah. I don't have either of those two things. But I do want to get a Mercedes Sprinter van. So there, it's on my bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, and play at your dreams no matter how far off the beaten path they take you. And with 16 body types, your choice of gas or diesel engine, I go diesel, and thousands of ways to customize, a Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now, this is the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. 
Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Much more Rich Eisen Show when we come back. Don't go anywhere. There's a lot coming up, including champagne. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, Susie Schuster, Marshall Falk with you for the day, 844-204-RICH. Please call, because I love callers. We already have Curtis in Colorado waiting, and we're going to get to you today. Worried about the Chiefs, but let's talk about Jalen Hurts. 333 yards, touchdown in the air, plus 57 more yards, two more TDs on the ground. The Eagles just decimate the Vikings 24-7, Marshall, and you love this kid. I do, I do. And I, I listen, I don't want to anoint him, you know, but, but just... The distance traveled, where he came from, what he went through, um, all the winning at Alabama, then happened to take a backseat, transferring to go to Oklahoma, winning there, then coming into to, to Philly. I mean, you can't come into a more difficult fan base. And, um, you know, Sirianni taking over. I, and, and he just, he's such a humble presence. And he, I, I just, he, he's working his butt off and you can see it. Like I saw it last night, under pressure, staring down like the rush, making throws, leading his team. He has put put it like this: um, there'll be no clause in his contract for studying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's he's proven to people. Oh, what 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 do I have to do to get to the next level? Let me do that, and I just uh, the sky's the limit for him. And I, I like, I, l- listen, I like what Philly has done and put what, what they put around him. Going well, to get A.J. Brown, that's like offensive line. Like you just let Jason Peters go. You know, you just 
You know, that, that don't happen, and you get better? Uh-uh. Let's talk about that team. Let's talk about the game last night. What did you see that impressed you other than just a total rout? Defensively, um, and, and, and listen, here's the knock. Let's, let's not pretend like we don't understand. Kirk Cousins don't like the, the hot kitchen. He can't stand it. And that's what they did to him. Like they, 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 sh- they made him play the way that he's capable of playing when, when the game's on the line and everything matters. They came out and they played with an, with an intense um, uh, mindset of, you're not going to do what you did last week. And so uh, Slay did a really good job, really good job on Jefferson. Now, they let him get away with some things, but you do what you got to do. And uh, kudos to him, that whole defense, the whole team, all three phases, they kicked butt. Like, they, they, they took it to the Vikings in all facets of the game. They beat them on offense. They beat them on defense. They beat them in special teams. And they beat them in the coaching box. But Slay was everywhere it looked like last night. He was. And that, that's what you want. You know, you, you want a guy that, that's going to take on, that's willing to take on that receiver. Jefferson came off one of the best games ever. <laughs> one of the best games ever. And he was like, nah, I got him. I was impressed. Are the Vikings, let's, let's talk about this. Every, you know, this is what you were talking about, Chris. People love hyperbole, love overreaction. Love so it. are the Vikings done? I mean, I mean, how good are the Vikings? I can't tell. You tell me how good they are. They're as good as Kirk Cousins. Right. Do you like Kirk Cousins as a quarterback? If, if you like 8-8. Eight eight, He's on seat. <laughs> if you like 9-8. You know, like There's 17 games now. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, I was saying like this nine, to Rich last like, night. Nine, eight, eight, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, he's, that's, like I love Kurt. And, and, and if, if, you're, if your team is, if you have a really good team, then he's going to look like Pro Bowlish. And if you have an average team, then... You know, he's, he's going to look average. Would you call him a system quarterback? I mean, what is he? I, I don't even know if you call him a system quarterback. It's just, um, I, I, I don't, when, when you look at guys in the league, I think about what Josh Allen did or what a, what a Mahomes would do or what, a, what, 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 what Jalen Hurts did. You're the reason your team win games, not you're a part of the win. Like these guys, Aaron Rodgers the other day, he was the reason his team won a game. You know, it's like he's not just along for the ride. Kirk Cousins look, looks like he's along for the ride. He's not the reason the Minnesota Vikings are winning games. It's kind of what, what do you got, TJ? Something's in your head. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, Marshall, so he's not him, is what you're saying. Kirk Cousins, he's not Kirk him. Cousins ain't him. Jalen Ramsey, he's him. Stefan Diggs, him. I want to ask him, it, it was, what's it was, him? It was, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you the difference. Matthew Stafford wasn't him on the Detroit Lions. And when he came to the Rams, he wasn't him. And midway through that season, he really wasn't him. <laughs> but in the playoffs, he yep. became him. Is this going to be like the new light box where everyone's going to start throwing around him? It's like we're talking earlier how all of a sudden what does that mean? The jargon is getting really deep. Everyone's using light box now. Everyone's going to be saying him. I want to know is this is is him twenty twenty two's version of? I think it is. He's the man. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. And and listen, when 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 if if you use it in the context of Matthew Stafford, everybody was questioning: was it the Detroit Lions or was it him? And but that's a negative him. That's like that's like <laughs> You caught that. That was yeah. really good. Oh, caught- <laughs> it's like- I came to play today, Marshall. I came to play. I want to go back to the Eagles for a second, Marshall. Do you think okay. this team can be a Super Bowl team based on what you saw last night and through the first two weeks? 
I'm going to say this. Based on the way Jalen played, if he can play at that level consistently, and, and even if he dipped a little bit, if the defense played at the level that they played at, I mean, that... Yeah, he's I, not going to have 400 yards of total offense not, every week. He's not, but I'm saying, let's let's say he's in the 280, 250, 260. He's going to run for... He's going to always athletically get you yards with his legs. The question is, can the defense hold up? What What's going to happen? And this is, this is always it. What's going to happen when it's Philly score, they score, Philly score, they, can he keep up with the pace? If they play a Tampa and Tom comes out and score the first three drives, right. can he score the first three drives and buy his defense time? That's, that's, the, that's what you need. That's the question. He has to get them to that level. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say he's not there yet because I haven't, I haven't seen him. I, I can't take it away from the kid. Right. Based on what I saw, listen, yes, they have a chance. But that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to have to answer to a Tom Brady, to an Aaron Rodgers, that I don't care how good your defense is, they can they can come down in first three drives, put up 21, and guess what you have to do? You have to match that to give your defense time enough to help you. Yeah, I think we're going to look at the Philly schedule real quick. I mean, you just you throw it up there. They win the first two games, and now they have very winnable games here going into the bye week. Like, There's no reason why they can't be 6-0 and heading into the bye. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it it's there for them. Now I'm I'm a, I'm gonna go to week six. That's always a tough game. I don't care who the quarterbacks are. Yeah, week six home for Dallas. Yep, that Dallas game is good. That, that's always tough for Philly. And um, and even coming out of the bye, we don't know what Pittsburgh's gonna look like week eight. We we don't. It should be Kenny Pickett time by then, I would imagine. We don't. But but I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna pass up week four. There's something going on in Jacksonville. You like it? There's something going on in Jacksonville. They. They're, what what they did the other day, you know that that wasn't just the Indianapolis Colts. You know that wasn't just the Colts laying down. And that, we've been talking that about was, that a lot here. The, the biggest thing for Jacksonville, not Urban Meyer, is the head coach. You know, and you got a guy Doug Peterson speaking to the Eagles, been there, done that, won the big game, and it's just kind of a culture switch now. And we're really starting to see who Trevor Lawrence is as a quarterback because you really couldn't evaluate him last and year. And they have they have a lot of good pieces, man. They've been drafting early for a long time. They got a lot of good pieces. I wouldn't be surprised. I, and, and here's what I'm saying: for Philly, that's just that that's not just another win. Like they don't have to earn that one right. against Jacksonville because it's Doug. <laughs> yeah, well, that game's going to mean a little bit more to him. They're going to have to earn yeah. that one. Yeah. It's so crazy, Jacksonville. It's like yeah. what the, the Dolphins are they good. Look good. What right. I know, but it's so funny when you're talking about this. The Patriots look like. Garbage. It is week two. Yeah, but it's overreaction. Come win, on, though. they're, they're I mean, awful. No, I'm freaking two. out here. Like this is you can get those wins. And and and, and let me let me say this it, for for those of you out there, our audience, you love football. You're going to deal with some ugly primetime games right now because preseason suck. Yeah. Nobody's playing. This is your preseason in a sense. So these games are games. The first like month of the season, these games are games that you you try to if you can come out of here, you know, three and one, two and two, and you're a good team, and now you have your identity, fine. But you're gonna you're gonna see wins happen like you saw. That's it's, what I was just gonna say to you too. How many of these teams are kind of treating September you have to kind of as the preseason? And if you look at Denver, that's a really good example, I think. We don't really know what they're going to look like in October and November because 
Nobody played in the preseason. Russell Wilson didn't take a single preseason snap. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, all their big offensive guys didn't play. And now we're kind of seeing them <laughs> work out the kinks. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett has taken a lot of heat in the first two weeks, kind yeah. of rightfully so, but he's still learning too, and he's still getting adjusted to some of his guys. Yeah, you, you, you look. I look at the primetime games, and I watch the level of competition, and they're one-sided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought last night was going to be awesome, and it was 65 to 14. One-sided. It's just like the teams don't not, not only do they not not only have they gotten into that much football yet, but I mean they, they don't have the legs. Yeah. Like you, you're not you're not conditioned to go out in the game and get behind that many points and like okay we're we're gonna come back. That's why I was I marveled over what Miami did. I was like wow man that was impressive. But where where's Tua getting all this from? Like I feel like for so many years it, it was a question mark. Uh, coming out of the system in college, and is he any good? But that turnaround—they turned the corner last year. That, but that turnaround was something we've haven't seen in a long time. No, no, no. Let's let's back up. They turned the corner last year. Okay. They were a team who turned the corner last year. I mean, they 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 play really good down the stretch. I think they won like But but they yeah. the, that comeback is not a normal comeback. No, it's not. It's not. But I'm just saying. As a team, they turned the corner last year, and then they were active in free agency. Man, they went out and they said, "Uh, uh-uh, no, we 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 want to make a difference." And 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 what they did to get Tyreek, mm-hmm. um, and, and you you put him with Waddle, and that 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 those two right there, that's enough. That's a one-two punch. Yeah, and then they went out and got what Moster. They they, yeah. they beefed up the backfield, beefed up the offensive line. Um, and I'm their, just head co- their head coach, he seems like he's kind of a difference maker. He's different. <laughs> it just, it just the look on the sideline, bro. He's he's different. Yeah, I'm gonna give him that. Well, he doesn't look like Dan Campbell. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big difference between uh, you know a he former, look a like former he tight end in Miami, and a former, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> but man, Bills Dolphins this Sunday. That's gonna be must watch. I like it. That's gonna be a fun I like it. I, I don't, watch. I, I, and I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. I don't know if the Dolphins is ready for that smoke, but we're gonna find out. Like if if they and, and and I'm not saying I'm not saying the Dolphins have to win the game. If it's a competitive game, yeah, because listen, listen, Buffalo, they've been coming out. So back in the day when we used to um, when we used to play, uh, I was in Indianapolis and we go play the Buffalo Bills. Right before they would call out like the Buffalo Bills. On the screen, they put up like this herd of buffaloes stampeding, <laughs> and you could feel it. Right now, when I watch the Buffalo Bills, that's what they feel like yeah, when they take the stampede. field. They just they they just feel like they're gonna just just stampede you, and 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 I'm like, who can withstand this? Who who can take this on? It's kind of great timing to have Stefan Diggs calling in, huh? Yeah, I mean, we couldn't have stepped it better, right? Good way to put it. Perfect. That's why they pay me the big bucks. They couldn't. <laughs> that was a classy way to bring up how he's calling in soon. But Rich was so funny. He's like, you know, last week he was so upset. Stefan Diggs supposed to call in. Couldn't call in. He's calling in for Snickers. But I think you're going to get him next Tuesday. Should be a good game. Thanks, Steph. Appreciate it. Looking forward to having you calling in in the top of hour two. But Perfect. Yeah, I mean, they, you're right. They are the Buffalo stampeding, and they you are. can feel something coming. Don't you think, Chris? Like, for so many years, especially as a Patriots yeah. fan, you're like, oh, the Bills, whatever. Now it's like, oh, the Bills. Yeah, I don't want to play the Bills ever. And, no. and, and it stinks because, like, you know, they're the rival of a team that I like. 
But Josh Allen is so great. He's so likable. He's so fun to watch. You know, you just see him out there. He's, that one, his touchdown, but I think it was the second Diggs touchdown where yeah. he's just kind of casually rolling to his left and just flicks his wrist mm-hmm. and it goes 50 yards. And you're like, holy crap, like that's incredible. And it's, it's fun to watch his team play. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. If you're, if you're an opposing team, when you look at the Buffalo Bills team, like there's nobody you don't like. You're not like, yeah, you're exactly. like oh, that dude, I can't stand him. Like Brian I, Cox that, isn't on the team. Right. They, you know they, don't, they don't have any of that. Like there's yeah. nobody on that team that you look at and you're like, he's a dirty player. I can't stand him. Yeah. You're just like, all right, it's the Buffalo Bills and they're good. And he impressed Tyree Kill. He was out there watching, tweeting about Seth Diggs saying, hey, Allen and Diggs' connection is crazy. I mean, he's scouting. He's watching, right? It is. It is. You remember last year, Diggs kind of, they were throwing the ball around. He he, he didn't get off to a great start. Yeah. Well, they changed that. Well, no no Gabe Davis last night really allowed Stephon Diggs to eat. You know, Gabe Davis. Yeah, but but even the week before, I mean, with with Jalen Ramsey on him, they went at him. They're like, we're throwing the ball to stuff. You think but, he's happy not to be in Minnesota? <laughs> I mean, you think? But he he has an uncanny way to find the open field. And and and, and you would think it's like you know he's there. Cover him. Yeah. Yeah, but they they do a they do a great well, let me say this. His acumen for football and 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 their abilities abilities to move him around in different areas. And what happened last night was the other stepped up. When the, when the other guys catch the ball and they make plays, you you, you throw a screen to a fullback who scores. You 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 you, you know you, you your tight ends are making plays. Then you can't you can't just key on one guy, and that's that's what they that's what they needed to happen. And when you realize, hold on, wait, Josh is going to throw other people the ball. Everybody's trying to get open now. And if he's not going to throw the ball, he's just going to keep it. And yeah. he's going to freight train right through you. By the way, we haven't talked about Derrick Henry yet. I mean, he's a bad man, and, and he did almost nothing last night. Yeah. Well, they, they took him out of the game. They, they took him out of the game. Once, once he be, and this is, the, this is the knock for Derrick Henry. If it's a, if it's a they're, they're down two scores, you, you've taken Derrick Henry out of the game. Literally. Because they, they cannot wait patiently. Now, um, for Tennessee, they, a lot of penetration. In, Buffalo was in their backfield. A lot of penetration, a lot of penetration, and and I wonder, you know, just just a little inside information. The left guard for the Buffalo Bills used to be the left guard for the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they didn't change a lot of their calls. The f- the philosophies for the run plays in the run game, and I'm gonna give you your credit, Roger Saffold. Roger Saffold probably had some some conversations. It's one game. Why would Tennessee switch up all of their stuff? But they, they understood philosophy-wise how to attack the Titans' run game. Buffalo did a great job. And Vrabel just looked like he had food poisoning at the end of the game. He looked disgusted. Yeah. For it's obvious reasons. He, 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 it's, it's, it's laying back-to-back eggs. That's not his style. No. Shout-out, by the way, to punter Sam Martin. Appalachian State. Oof. Appalachian State. It's a big week for Appalachian App State, State or two, like big two weeks. I'm just, right? I'm just glad they got the Hail Mary. Right? They almost, they almost got caught up against Troy. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, crazy. They almost let the got, got caught up listening to the noise. Sam Martin. I mean, that punter last night, that end over end over, 
A lot of drop balls for Appalachian State last night, right? <laughs> it, was, it was sweet. Uh, lots more ahead on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Steph Diggs calling in at the top of hour two. The great Ed O'Neill of modern family fame, Al Bundy, he is going to be playing Donald Sterling on FX coming up. So we're going to talk about that. Lots more ahead. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, Marshall Falk, Susie Schuster, excited to be with you. Steph Diggs calling in at the top of the next hour. Why does he seem like the greatest kid, Marshall? Just the smile, his presence, um, always energetic, and, you know, playing on the team that right now is the favorite to win the Super Bowl. And guess what? They're playing like it. They, they are, are playing like it. <laughs> They, they, that looked like an unflappable team last it night. It is early, but they are playing like it. It's like I was watching them, and I'm like, okay, what are the flaws in this? There aren't any. Oof. That's early to say no flaws, it is. isn't it? It, it, it? Well, it's early. That's why we can say it's no right. flaws. Right. We, we have to – someone will exploit them and find the flaw, and we're going to see if they can fix it. That's what, that's what happens. You, you, somebody, uh, that's why t- it's hard to go undefeated. That's why the Dolphins get to pop the champagne every year, the 72 Dolphins. You know, it's like, it, it's hard. Somebody's going to find that chink and exploit it, and then you're going to come back the next week and show teams that, hey, we figured out how to stop it. But it's 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 extremely hard. We and, just spoke about the Bills-Dolphins game coming up this coming Sunday. What else intrigues you for week three? Man, um, like, isn't, isn't it hard to go beyond that game? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, and but and I'm I'm a skip. I'm a skip and go to Monday night because um, I, I I like the the Cowboys found a way to win, and and now you got a you got a two and zero Giants team. When when's the last time this game has been relevant? <laughs> Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> but then again, this, this game has this Every game year. hasn't been relevant in a long time. Probably since before the boat picture, right? I mean. I, Maybe so. Because since I, the boat pick, the Giants have been awful, downright terrible. I think it was like I think maybe the the last time it was relevant was was Saquon first year, right? When he was maybe. with OBJ, and it was like, oh yeah, okay. And, 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 and you know, you you I I think, but who yeah. was the quarterback then? Yeah, it was. It I was, don't even remember. 
Right, but but that that's the last time this game Might is relevant. And any any time the Giants are relevant, it, football's better, man. I'll, I'll give you that. And, and right now, you know, Dable is doing a. He got these guys believing in themselves. And well, um, was, Daniel Jones Eli's actually last. looks like a quarterback. Yeah, last he year. looks like a quarterback. Hmm. So that that game that game really intrigued me. I you know and. I'm, I'm I'm very interested in that game. I, I want to see, obviously, um, how. To me, that that's a bit, that's a that's a huge game. Let's focus on the Dallas part of it then. Like, what do they do if Cooper Rush wins the next? Let's say he wins the next two or three in a row. I see. I don't think that's the problem. Okay. I, I don't think that's the problem. The problem is going to be when Dak comes back. And he wins those games, and then Dak loses. The question is going to be, are they asking Dak to do too much? And how do they call the game? Should they be calling games the way that they were calling games with Cooper Rush there? Or should they call games the way? Because this is different. They, they're playing different. Like, I, I watched the team. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole different look when Cooper Rush is in the game. And, and sometimes you, you play according to your quarterback or you play through your quarterback, and, and, and maybe Dallas is built to play through the running game. So is it time to officially say that there's a, con- a quarterback controversy in Dallas? I don't think there's a controversy. It's, it's, it's one game. But if they continue to win this way with Cooper Rush and Dak then comes back, and they go back to playing the way that they played or that they play with Dak, there's an issue philosophy-wise offensively. Because, you know, Irv's all in. I mean, you know, Irv's biased, but Irv's all in on Cooper Rush. Listen, man, Irv's all in on any cowboy. (laughs) Any any kind of way. Irv picked Kirk Cousins to win MVP this year. Yeah, He did? Yeah. Why? That was kind of his big hot take. Yeah. Going into the season. Yeah. Who's your MVP? Oh, man. After two whole weeks. That's, That's a right, tough TJ. one. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm always going to quarterback. I mean, um, if, if, if I had to pick, I'm going to look at Patrick Mahomes because of just what, what he's going to do. Like, I, I think out of any coach quarter, any, any coaching quarterback, I think Andy Reid loves seeing Patrick Mahomes throw the ball more than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> like this, most of the time there's a coach, he, you know, we want to run it sometimes. I think when Patrick wants to run it, Andy wants to throw it. <laughs> Speaking of Chiefs, let's get one call in. Curtis in Colorado, he's worried about Thursday night football with the Chiefs. What do you got, Curtis? Hey, yeah, I've been kind of going over everything and kind of watching just the in in-game stuff like you can look at the stat line all day long and it's not going to tell you anything about what you saw in game the Chargers game had me uh really conflicted because at least I was happy we came out with the win but I am very concerned about the team and I think maybe some of it is the media deluge that we're getting um as Chiefs fans and about how quote the Chiefs didn't win that game they gave it away um, so I guess my question is, like, can you guys talk me off the ledge? Because, I'm, you know, maybe this is my privilege speaking as a Chiefs fan for the last several years. But I'm highly concerned. And we're 2-0, and and I'm highly concerned. 
Marshall, you got to hold Curtis's hand. What do you, what hey, do you Curtis, got for Curtis? The, that, that game was, um, was a toss-up game. Uh, the Chargers could have won just as well as the Chiefs. The, their identities are, are, are so similar. Um, the difference is the charge, I mean, uh, the Chiefs, they have the better quarterback, like the better quarterback. And, 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 and I like everything about, about the Chargers and, and how they're going about their business. But right now, Pat Mahomes, he, he took that game on his shoulders and was like, all right, here's what's up. Now, the other thing is defensively, some guys showed up. And they start they 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 started rushing a passer because in the beginning parts of that game the Chargers they pushed them around, but I don't think you should worry. I like where the Chiefs are at right now. Seth Diggs coming up hour two on the Rich Eisen show. The great Ed O'Neill will call in an hour three. So much more where this came from. Stay tuned on the Rich Eisen show. We'll be right back. Still on Roku exclusively. I think you're right. Sometimes when you're watching the Chiefs games, it looks like that coach is sitting there like a proud papa watching his kid like hurl the ball. It looks like kid football. It looks like Pop Warner, and he just has this grin on his face watching his quarterback perform. They, they just want to dial it up. Like Andy, he, and it's, it's, it's like most teams get in the red zone, and it's like, all right, let's run a simple play. Nah, Andy has something concocted in the red zone. Um. And it's it, it. I'm gonna say this. It's fun football. Like when when I watch the Chiefs play, I'm like, I want to play on that team. <laughs> it, it just it looks fun compared to when I watch Tennessee. I'm like, I don't want to be the running back there. I was gonna ask you that in our <laughs> what's on what's on 28's mind segment. Like, what quarterback do you want to play with? Is that who it is? Is oh, it yeah. Mahomes? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mahomes is he just he's a he's a guy who. Who controls everything, but he doesn't have to. There's some quarterbacks that need to be in control of everything. And everything has to go their way. But for him, it's just like, he's just having fun. Mm -hmm. The game looks so much fun watching him play it. He looks happy out there. He does. He looks really happy out there. TJ, you're letting me down over there. You you don't even have a glass in your hand. Well, I mean, the glass is on the table. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm, champagne I'm, I'm, for everybody here I'm on, far a, away on from a Tuesday. You, so you can't really see it. Just had there. to check. Want to make sure you were with me. <laughs> sipping on. Because if on. you're not with me, you're against me. Well, I would never be against. It's you. It's a champagne Tuesday. That much more coming up here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll see you after the break. <laughs> 